I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, you just said something to me that that shook my world a little bit. You you said that there's no such thing as butt antacid. Yes, that is. Um, well, what? mostly I was saying that you're not supposed to have uh, acid in your butt. Hmm. That you would take antacid uh, tablets for. Really? You, you, because but, you said that you needed to take some butt antacid. But, like butt burn is not a real thing? I don't think have? it is. What is? Well, I think if, if you have butt burn, it's, it's caused by uh, other things, such as a, extreme um, uh, toilet, toilet, toiletries. Hmm. So like if you have some Axe body spray, is that an extreme toiletry? <laughs> I think so, if you're spraying it okay. uh, on your butt. Well, I mean, that's part of your body, right? It is. It says right there on the can. Yeah, it doesn't say do butt. not spray on butt. Yep. Ah, uh, man. Mm-hmm. How you been, Roy? I've been all right. What uh, What part of you is... So So mouth to heart <sighs> is butt to, to what? Uh, face? Heartburn is... Ri- no. Oh. No, that wasn't a... Oh. That wasn't an excuse to insult me. <laughs> I see. Okay. Uh, start again. Mouth is to heart as butt is to... Soul. Okay. Yeah, good. I've got soul burn is what I've got. Oh, got yeah. it. Because it's not like when you say I have heartburn, that's not like your mouth hurts. Like you've got a, you've got too many Scovilles in there. Right. Like a, like a ghost chili. Right. Yeah. So when I say I have butt burn, it's deep. It's in, it's inside me that mm, the burn is happening. Soul burn. Yeah, like, that I makes think sense. it probably is my soul. Yeah. People used to think that, you know, the bowels were where your soul was. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. I think a lot of that was because uh, in those days, people's eyes were actually in their stomachs. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Times have changed really fast. Yeah. You don't, you don't see like in the old statues. That's why uh, if you look at like a Greek statue or Mm -hmm. a Roman statue, you know, Mm -hmm. like their eyes aren't, they don't have any color or anything. Right. Because there was just skin. You had eyelids and then just skin underneath them. And they had eyes on their, on their torsos. So then uh, we're seeing another person's eyes, something that was only done in private. They were because... naked all the time. Like, like That's why they had the Olympics. They had the Olympics every year. Oh, so because they, they had could, to see so they to could do the sports. Contact. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I mean, you learn something every day about mm-hmm. history, Roy. Mm-hmm. Every, every single day you learn something about history. I mostly learn it from you every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. what, that's... every day I ask you, Hey Zach, what, what's new in the world of history? And then you tell me a amazing fact, such as the one you, you just described. Mm-hmm. I also learn them from myself. <laughs> that's great. And I don't have any external sources for oh. these things. You're, you're your own Wikipedia. I am. I call myself Wikipedia Johnson. That's great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, other than the history lessons that you impart on me every day, wh- what's new with you? Not a lot. No? No, not a lot. I bought a pressure cooker. I mm-hmm. cooked some beans. I'm hoping that we can both enjoy those later. Okay. Um, although it doesn't seem like anything is going to happen as a result of that. I think they would already be dropping their bombs if they were going to. Oh, I, great I, I, that's beans. what you mean. Yeah, I, I, I thought you meant you were going to invite me to a delicious bowl of beans, but no, you mean that you ate some beans already and you're going to share the af- aftermath with me mm-hmm. in this the tiny af- the room. The aftertaste. Uh-huh. Um, Afterburned. Ha- after the show, you can have some if you want. Okay. They're in the fridge. So a, then I can share them with in a my, my cat and my yeah. wife once I get home. Yeah, and your unborn child. Yeah. It's important that he knows mm-hmm. ahead of time. Or she. 
Oh, right. Sure. I just keep assuming it's a boy. Shklee. I mean, Dick Baby 4000 is a terrible name for a girl, so I really hope it's a boy. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Because, I mean, he could just go by Dick and people would think, oh, okay. It's Richard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess she could be... Ri- uh, what's the... Richard? What's... What's... Uh, Raquel? Ra- Raquel. Richelieu. Um, <laughs> Richelieu. What's the what's the female for, version form version form of Richard? I don't know if there is one. Richardette. Um. R- Rikita. Dickia. <laughs> Dickia. Yeah. Uh, Wikia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is stupid. Uh, yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> Tell a story, Roy. What have you been up to? <clears throat> well, um, I celebrated uh, Easter with my family. Oh. Okay. And uh, that that was kind of nice. It was very relaxed. Um, I think maybe for the first time in many years. And uh, my my brother it's not usually was, relaxed. No, usually it's a big deal. And I think because my mother um, had her foot injury this year, uh, we were finally able to convince her that you know we'll bring all the stuff for Easter, and she doesn't have to cook. Oh, and then do you anything. just did a real shitty job, and that's why it was low stress. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I thought maybe it was stressful because you and your brothers were extremely competitive egg hunters. (laughs) No, Uh, but my nieces and nephews are. Mm. And, um, you know, so they they came up all except for the eldest two, uh, one of which is an avid listener of Advice Hot Dog. Um, And I discovered something that was really neat because the youngest nephew, uh, Ryan, is four years old. He just turned four like maybe two weeks ago. Uh, he has control over the iPad most of the time because there are a bunch of games on there that he likes playing. And he was playing this this funny sort of um, like one panel game where you're different types of creatures uh, depending on what power-ups you get. And at the time when I found him, he was in, this is when they were leaving, he was in the car seat and he was playing this game. And uh, <clears throat> the his little character had a shotgun and he's shooting all the all the you know like thing i think there were sheep or some kind of things that were coming after him he was very very excited and yelling at the scream as he was killing these things and um i think if he were a te- teenager he'd he'd be swearing at the screen but because he doesn't know any swears yet he was calling them uh, all poops and when he especially hated one he would call it a special poop huh so that was, that was great. And you just yelling very, very loud, like, so you the, poop. The message that I'm getting here is that by kid number six, uh, they just don't give a fuck anymore. His parents what? just let him play whatever violent video. They're, oh, fine. <laughs> if, he wants to, if he wants to shout profanity at an iPad instead of, you know, us raising him, that's cool. Well, that's what uh, they say. They're like, I've got a headache. His parents weren't around at the time. He was out there by himself. Oh, they just they just put him in the car, sent him off, sent him off to grandma's for Easter. Uh, every, every, everyone was uh, getting all their stuff together, and he, um, you know, ju- jumped in the van first and mm. turned on the iPad. Hey, I, they're good parents. Leave them alone. Sure, sounds great. Poops and special poops. Uh huh. You special poop. That's how he was saying it. That's pretty food. That's Man. pretty good. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so it really doesn't matter, right? It's your intent. Like he, he really hated those things. Sheep. Yeah, I, I don't know what they were. And he had a shotgun. Yeah, it was a shotgun game. It, it was very cartoony. I don't know if they were sheep. There were things. 
did they did they have like nasty teeth or something? Were they bad kind of? Sheep? Yeah, of course. Okay, you don't kill innocent sheep. Those are uh, lambs. Man, I don't know what sort of sick, depraved things <laughs> video game makers come up with to poison our youth's yeah, minds. Yeah, that's true. Uh, hmm. This sounds mm-hmm. terrible. What would Jesus say about all of this, Roy? I don't know. Yeah, video game makers are are horrible. They're the worst. Wait, so Easter's when he came back. Yeah. I forget the chronology here. There was 40 days. No, he's supposed to come later. Okay. Again. No, I'm, but I'm saying on the original Easter, on the first Easter. I don't think they had Easter. What was it, 32 years after the first Noel? Isn't Easter the celebration of him? The Easter is the resurrection. <clears throat> There's a rock that rolls out of the way. Or was that Lazarus? No, that's Sisyphus. Okay. who's uh, Who was eating Jesus' liver? Lazarus. <laughs> Uh, isn't that, that was pro- Quetz- it was Quetzalcoatl, <laughs> the bird. No, isn't that uh, pr- uh, Prometheus? Prometheus. Yeah, Prometheus gets his liver at over mm-hmm. and over. Mm-hmm. La- uh, Lazarus, uh, Sisyphus rolls the rock. Lazarus is raised from the dead, and Jesus rises from the dead. Okay. And Mary ascends bodily into the heavens. Yes, you got it. Okay, that's ascension. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah, what is it though? Like. Good Friday is before Easter. Yes, Good Friday is, he was is the crucifixion. And then he comes back. Then you have Glorious the, Saturday, so. and then you have Easter I Sunday. I think you just made that one up just now. I did not make Glorious it Saturday. Yeah. Is, there, is it like special Glorious Saturday evening? Glo- um, I mean, I know what is done in Mexico. It's not done here, but on Glorious Saturday, um, all of the churches ring their uh, church bells maybe at 10 in the morning. I'm and that is that when. Every day. Yeah, I, I wish they did too. No, I said I think they do. No, no, they don't. I'm pretty sure that I always during mass bells. they they do that, and they have mass every day at 10 a.m. Okay, another one well, at 10 if, if mass. <laughs> um, and that is when the um, effigies are burned of Judas and um, the devil, wow, and then also politicians. I mean, burning an effigy of the de- like the devil lives in fire. Burning an effigy of him just seems like it's trying to make him comfortable. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Like, wow, you must be cold. You like, really, you really should drown him in one of those kiddie pools. <laughs> yeah, fill it with ice, like dry ice, uh-huh. and it's all. Sp- but I thought the lowest level of hell was ice, not dry ice, but ice because of the devil's uh, beating wings. Mm, I mean, right? It's cold. Isn't that in Dante's Inferno? It's cold because I never read Dante's Inferno. I didn't either, but I saw some pictures, mm-hmm. some woodcuts mm-hmm. by, some by engra- Gustave Doré, engra- engravings. They were every, everything that I know. I know from the uh, Hieronymus Bosch paintings on the wall of every dorm room. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, every that, boy's that dorm shit room is trippy. Uh, every girl has a uh, Gustave Klimt's "The Kiss." Yes, and that Jim Morrison poster, right? Uh, and then there's always a Keith Haring. Okay, yeah, right. The, no, I the, never saw one of those. People hugging or whatever the little stick figures that you. No, hate. I know who Keith Haring is, and I know what you never saw. A, 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 no, I mean, I feel like most dorm rooms now have a Thomas Kincaid hanging on the wall. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He he is the painter of light. Or I, I mean, kids today with their modern art that doesn't make any fucking sense, they probably just have like a Big Mac wrapper thumbtack to their wall. <laughs> Look, I'm making a statement about commercialism. Ironic. Yeah, I ate it, but I didn't. I I felt like putting it on the wall. Uh huh. I didn't feel good about that at all. You don't think they have stereograms up? Oh, yeah, they probably do. Modern, uh, of a Big Mac wrapper. Did you see where they took uh, a screen capture of Mallrats 
And they took the thing where they kept saying, you can't see the sailboat. They were making fun of the guy who couldn't see the sailboat. Mm -hmm. And they actually figured out what that stereogram was. It totally was not a sailboat. It was just a bunch of geometric shapes. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Some guy did it in Photoshop. That's weird. Mm Mm-hmm. So I wonder how is it that all of these things get made that end up on the internet? Like I never have time to, you know, work on some project that I can post on the internet to get famous for three seconds. You never had that kind of time. I feel like there were definitely times in my life when I had the time to do stuff like that. Really? Yeah, because I, so you have always had uh, sort of a drive that a lot of people don't have. So you were always this, I mean... I Why like am I not accomplishing anything? Though? You are. You're accomplishing all sorts of mm, things. I don't Roy, think you're so. a famous artist. You're a famous podcaster. Mm-hmm. Roy, come on. Yeah, I am you're, rolling the, in it. The future is looking bright. Yeah. That's why you're wearing those shades. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, I feel like people in their, you know, people in, like, I mean, some of this shit is done by high school kids, right? They got sure, nothing, that makes sense. They got nothing but time. And if they're kids who are excited about shit on the internet, they're not, it's not like they're spending time with their girlfriend. You know? uh, yeah, sure. Okay. So it's like, and they probably don't have a job because some Mexican has their job. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know if you are right. I, you know what? I don't know if I'm right either. Uh, I, I do observe as I walk through the world and go to various places in mm-hmm. town. Uh, on your on your walkabout? Yeah. The, it seems to me. In your life journey. This sounds like a curmudgeonly old man thing to say, but it does seem to me like you just don't see high school kids working anywhere hmm. anymore. Well, I feel like that might be more of a reflection of high school kids that are more interested in their in their their internet. Uh, f- They're more interested in updates and stuff. Such contemporary film classics as Mall Rats. <laughs> yeah, they're they're too busy fundraising to build a statue of RoboCop in Detroit. <laughs> Is that a thing that happened? Yeah, they got the money together, but I don't think the city. Oh, agreed. Man, yeah, I think the city was just being polite when they said, mm-hmm. "Oh boy, we can't afford that." Good idea, though, buddy. And they, <laughs> Is that like what happened to the statue of Rocky and is it Philadelphia? Uh, Yeah. Where they wanted to put up that statue in front of the library? They did. They did? Yeah. Is it still there? Mm -hmm. I think so. I'm pretty sure I saw it. You mean mean I could go visit this thing? You could. Yeah. You rub his nose uh, for luck. Really? No. I feel like his power doesn't come from his nose. That's a statue of Abraham Lincoln. I don't think his power came from his nose either. It came from his mighty fists. Yeah. He felled he felled his own log cabin with his mighty fists. He was you can't rub. It was so it was too dark to read, and so he punched down the walls of his cabin to let in extra in extra moonlight. Huh? I thought you were gonna say he punched a hole in the darkness to let in the light. Oh, that would have been a better that yeah. would have been a better historical yeah, story. Right. Okay, forget everything that I just said, and tomorrow's history lesson will be that new one. Okay, that we just came up with. All right. I, I feel like maybe you should be sharing these things with the world. I mean, maybe maybe this will be a new segment: history lessons from Zach. Uh, what you had some uh, you had some. St- oh wait, are we doing old? But I, f- I don't even remember how podcasts work. <laughs> Have you seen any films? <laughs> this is what movie time. I think it is movie time. And then later on, we'll have nap time and snack time. Every every time I do anything, it's like I've never done anything before. That's fine. I feel the same way. Yeah. I, my, my dad used to tell me sometimes that I was like a duck. He would say of somebody, if he was making fun of them for not being familiar with something or not being aware of something they should be aware of, that they were like a duck. They wake up in a new world every day. Huh. And I never are ducks like that. I don't think so. I don't. I, I mean, feel like they know how to fly every day and how to waddle and yeah, how I mean, to. I, it's sort of swim around. 
I mean, maybe like goldfish is yeah, what... I think- but I, I don't know, maybe in my dad's generation, because his buddies knew what he was talking about. Or maybe he just said it so many times. They were like, oh, there's Greg saying that yeah. crazy bullshit again. We better keep pretending it makes sense. So it's so like him saying special up. poop, and then everyone knows what that means. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, yeah anyway, yeah. Okay. I've, I've always been so like So you that. feel like you're a new duck. Uh, here, the problem is I... There are just things like where do where do things go? Where do I put a thing? What order do you do stuff in? Sure. And the only the only way this sounds like Alzheimer's. <laughs> the only way that I can go about my day in something even remotely approaching a sane manner is to just sort of trick myself, like build up this collection of rituals so that I like sort of remember. Know like, what goes next? Oh yeah, yeah. Like I, okay. I go up to my my bathroom counter and I'm like, what's Huh, that looks about the same size as my mouth. Maybe I'll... So you just put things in your mouth and see what works? Yeah, maybe I'll put this some of this stuff in this tube uh-huh. on it and then see what... You know, we'll just see where it goes. Okay. We'll, we'll just well, like... You, you better be careful with what you store where. We'll just do what we feel. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. what do you, you... You brush your teeth with Preparation H sometimes mm-hmm. if you screw that sometimes. up. Sometimes. Or if Amelie plays a prank on you. Yeah, that's true. Your foot, your foot tube. Your foot cream. You accidentally brush your teeth with foot tube. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, well, you shouldn't have been so mean to that uh, uh, that simple kid who works uh, who works for who you, works your employee, your, your, your simple employee. Yeah, I really like that actor. Mm-hmm. I've Which seen one? him, the guy who plays the simple oh, simple uh-huh. employee. Mm-hmm. I he, I think he really only has one arm. Oh, did he only have one arm? Yeah, or he has one arm that uh, isn't functional, at least not in a practical way. I don't way. remember that being a thing about that character. I don't think that it's shown so much, but I've seen him in other movies, mm-hmm. and it's always the same. Is he so also the drummer that. from Def Leppard? It could be. Oh, that would be great. Uh, didn't that guy lose his arm in a uh, car accident Oh, I thought you were going to say, didn't that guy lose his other arm? And I was going to be like, <laughs> fuck! That's, it's, that's <laughs> the worst look! How how else would he drum? How do you think he would drum? Oh man, uh, feet. He'd be Maybe. Like, yeah, like that movie with uh, oh Daniel Day uh, Lewis, 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 my yeah, left foot, mm-hmm. where he painted with his one functional foot, mm-hmm. the left one. Were those paintings any good? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a very compelling story. Have you you've seen that movie? I haven't you? It's really Is good. That about a real guy. Yeah. Have you you and you don't. You, Roy, I saw it when I was in high school or something. Have you, you haven't seen any of his paintings? You don't know anything? Isn't he in the art book? He might be. No. It was before it, I cared oh, about it. It turns out he is Degas. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, little did you know mm-hmm. that he was an I- Irish kid who grew up in poverty. Yeah. A century later. Um, yeah, I, you know, I haven't seen any movies um, recently, but I'm very excited about something that's coming up. What's that? And, uh, well, first, I, I have to say that uh, this, this has been a very troubling year. First, there was the Arab Spring, and then there was the Occupy movement. But now, what there is, is Step Up Revolution. Okay. And it is about protest dance. Huh. And I'm very excited about it, and I hope it's in 3D. You think, uh, you think it's really going to make a difference in the world? Oh, I think it is. You what know, are they protesting? I'm, are they dancing on a banker's heart? They're, they're protesting the takeover of uh, their Miami neighborhood by the by the man who wants to turn it into uh, the world's fanciest hotel. Huh. So they're going to use their their uh, dance crew to stop this, just by being in the way. No, by by making people aware uh, by their awesome and sweet moves. <laughs> okay. 
you you should watch this preview. I I'm not actually uh, shitting you. It I am very excited about it because it looks so absolutely ridiculous. Okay. Even more so than Battlefield America. Have you heard of about this? No. Is movie? that like a is that a spiritual sequel to Battlefield Earth? <clears throat> um, it should be. But instead, it is basically the same story as Step Up, where different dance crews, uh, you know, have dance-offs. But it is tweens instead of... <laughs> it's all little kids that are like 13, 12, and 11. Huh, so it's just like that part of Star Search that you usually fast-forward through? Uh-huh. Yeah. But they're acting as if they were older and, um, you know, like having sex. I just said a thing that implied that anyone has ever taped star search i guess somebody probably did yeah people do hmm. people get i don't think it's on anymore every, everything is ed mcmahon still alive uh you know i don't honestly know i think maybe he died really mm-hmm. oh that's sad who delivers the checks now uh i don't know huh they they probably just send them in the mail i do have i haven't seen anything about the publisher's clearinghouse in a really long time yeah i don't know never really understood that what just it is seems like a big scam it sure seems like it is yeah but i don't know what it is like you know it's it, like aarp what's that scam <laughs> it's it's information for people who want to know okay You're um, older i uh you know we went and saw 21 jump street oh yeah which Where, was and? really really good i wanted to see it i can wholeheartedly recommend it really? to, to our listeners anyone okay i i would recommend it to anyone it and is, uh, why uh, because it was very funny Okay. It was just very well done. It was self-aware, but not so self-aware that it was stupid. Okay. The only thing that was weird about it was uh, Ice Cube was a, was a character in it, sort of a secondary character. Mm-hmm. And all of his lines were funny, but they just fell flat. Mm-hmm. They were written in a way that was funny, and they were delivered in a way that wasn't bad, but it was just like, huh. huh. Intellectually... That should be making me laugh, but I'm not laughing. Is it because there's anyone else in the audience? It eventually turned into whatever he's going to say is going to be a joke. No. no, I mean everything that anybody said was a joke. I basically, see. the entire time. Were you ever weirded out by Jonah Hill's uh, thinness? No, no. Okay. No, not in the se- like for whatever reason. I mean, he's not like super thin. No, right. But it is a drastic change from uh, Moneyball. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it didn't bother me the way that it did with like Seth Rogen. Oh, okay. And the Glean, glean Lantern. Yes, a gleaming the lantern. <laughs> where, it's not even that. It's the where, Green Hornet. Where Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen, and uh, and uh, and uh, Josh Brolin have a skate off. Right. I never saw that movie, Gleaming the Cube. I never did either. The the one I, I hate think that Thrash Thrashin is the one that Josh Brolin was in. We saw the first few minutes of that in a in a bar. Went to a bar. This made me kind of angry. We went to a bar in San Francisco mm-hmm. that was called Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Mm. And the logo outside was a big neon sign that was the logo for Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Okay. But you go inside, there's fucking not like it was just a bar. It was like sort of upscale, clubby kind of bar. Nothing. No Muppets stuff at all. Really? Yeah. Well, it could have been named anything. What's a bad name for a club? Imagine you're naming a nightclub. What do you call it? Um, banana hammock. No, what do you mean a, and what? I don't think that's a serious name. Like the Jaws? The Jaws. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Two, two L. That seems like the name of a club. 
two L. Okay, yeah, yeah or one one L uh-huh. uh, by Scott Turow, the novel about uh, uh, being a first year law student. Oh, did you read that? No. Okay. Diamonds. Ooh, diamonds. Okay. That sounds more like a cabaret. Roof. Uh, yeah. R- roof. Yeah, yeah. That's roof. good. That's good. It doesn't. Okay. You can Ironically, you can't even go to. It's in a basement. But it's in a basement. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, they probably just didn't get clearance to do any actual Muppet stuff. Except for name their business. There was probably some kind of loophole because they had never, uh, you know, um, copywritten that particular phrase. So then you can name your bar that thing, but you can't uh, put uh, Dr. Teeth in there. Mr. Teeth? Yeah. Dr. Teeth. (laughs) Dr. Clean. I remember going in... uh, I remember going in once to my dad's office and one of my dad's coworkers saying, you were right. He really does look like Mr. Clean. <laughs> when was this? I don't know. It was what it was like in high, like right after high school when huh. I had a shaved head and some oh, earring. Okay. Some earring. <laughs> some earring. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was like, thanks dad. You're a real butthole. <laughs> I probably did say that. Uh-huh. Did he have a short haircut and that's why you called him a butthole? <laughs> yeah. Short haircut and a mustache. Uh-huh. Your hair's getting a little better, Roy. Uh-huh. Thanks. Every passing moment makes you look slightly less like a butthole. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm also very glad that you remind me every day. <laughs> yeah. I do what I can. Yeah. It's good. I just, I, you know, I'm just reminding you what's, every day. What's friendship for? If you decide, you might decide when you go home to cut your hair, and that would be a bad move. Well, I'm not going to cut my hair. My wife's going to cut my no. hair. No. I need to talk to that lady. Mm-hmm. I need to tell her. You know, the economy's pretty bad. Lots of people are losing their jobs. <laughs> be a shame. Be a shame if something happened to your husband's hair. Uh, uh-huh. I would lose my job because I look more like a butthole. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not not on purpose, man. Uh-huh. It's it's just proven. Like you can do you can look at like like look at studies, longitudinal studies. People who look like a butthole make less money. They I thought they made more money. No, you're thinking of people who are tall. Uh-huh. You're I, tall, but I you also tall. look like a butthole. <laughs> All right, let's move on. You don't really look like a butthole, Roy. Thank you. No, I was kidding. You too. <laughs> also, thank you. Uh, Roy, you've got these sheets, and on these sheets are a lot of words, uh, and those words form sentences, and those sentences form questions from people mm-hmm. who want our help with things. Although, after listening to this intro, they probably don't really want yeah, our help anymore. Yeah, they're probably done. Anymore. They're like, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to listen to anything that these guys say. But we're going to answer their questions anyway. Uh, but before we answer those questions, Roy, let's have a cocktail. Let's. This year's co- this year's cocktail. This week's <clears throat> this week's cocktail is the side year, uh-huh. sidecar, sidecar. Okay, what's in it? Uh, one two uh, two parts cognac, one part triple sec, one part lemon juice. Put it in a you know shaker, ice, shake it. Pour it in a chilled cocktail glass with uh, sugar on the rim, sugar and then garnish rim. with a twist of lemon. And a cherry. Uh, it's good. It's sweet and tart, mm-hmm. like some sort of candy. Oh, I know what it reminds me of. It reminds me of um, whiskey sour mm-hmm. a bit, mm-hmm. except that the, it's a little bit more tart, and the sugar on the rim changes. It has a similar uh, similar provenance. I guess there was a there was a, a little spate of sour drinks becoming popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd put in some spirit, and then something sweet, and then something sour. Usually in lemon juice. What, the yeah, 1800s like the or late forties, early forties. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was reading a little bit about the history of this. It was, uh, you know, named after somebody who liked it and rode in a sidecar. I don't know. Really? 
They did. Nobody really knows. You know, the other day um, I was driving along and I saw a dude on a motorcycle that had a sidecar. And what was in that sidecar? His dog. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was I, that was the least surprising. Yeah. Possible Have you idea. ever actually seen that in I real think life? Like an alligator. <laughs> Would have been his, his right. mother-in-law. What was in the sidecar? An elephant. <laughs> we also saw a woman like we were going to uh, Corinne's parents house and we saw this ve- somewhat large woman um, on the sidewalk and she was uh, pushing a stroller. And we just thought, hey, that's a lady with a baby. And uh, as we got closer we could tell that it was a gigantic chihuahua that couldn't walk huh like a chihuahua that was so fat that it couldn't walk pretty much it was big it was like bigger than a baby (laughs) a fat baby i saw a man uh walking along i i was biking home from work and there were a bunch of kids walking towards me in the bike lane and I was getting ready to get angry, but then I realized that the reason that they were in the bike lane is because there was a guy walking alongside a motorized wheelchair, uh-huh. uh, just with no one in it, but he was just pushing the joystick of the wheelchair forward and walking along beside it. Huh. And w- there was nothing in the no, wheelchair? No, I got the sense like that it was maybe his, it was his wheelchair. It was, <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was transporting some plutonium. Um, or is uh, pet tarantula? No, yeah, okay. There could have been some. I mean, I didn't. I didn't look backwards mm-hmm. to see. Or an entire flea circus. It could have been a really short guy in the wheelchair. I guess somebody who couldn't reach the couldn't reach the joystick. My impression was that the guy Voldemort, the guy, uh, just the battery ran down to the point where the thing would still oh, move forward, but not but with not. him in it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he was just strolling along beside it, like he didn't really sure. need it. He was just lazy. Yeah. Man. That's what I always see when I see somebody on like a mobility scooter. I'm like, that's what that you assume. Pretty lazy. Mm-hmm. What What do you think when you see them on, um, you know, um, what's that thing called the uh, the ginger? Uh, like when you what see it, a, when you see somebody along, who's, whose legs are uh, missing and they're on like a like a, a mechanics dolly pushing themselves mm-hmm. along. I'm like, get up, you lazy asshole! Mm-hmm. Just walk like a normal person. Right. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. No, what, what are those things? Even the, I have no two, idea what you're two wheeled about. things that you stand on. What, a segway? A segway. Okay. There you go. Uh, Speaking of segways. I think there's a better argument that as someone who does ride a segway because they are lazy. Like I was joking about people in wheelchairs, mm-hmm. right? But somebody in a segway. Eh. But what if they work at a mall and are a cop? I still think that's uh, they're 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 lazy and uh, they work for someone who likes wasting money. Hmm. Okay. It seems like it would be so much harder to apprehend a perp on a Segway than it would on foot. I guess it'll go slightly faster than you can walk. I, I think they go pretty fast, but not faster than you can run. I don't think. I'm not certain. Yeah, I'm not either. I rode one, but I didn't really get to open it up. Mm-hmm. I tried to break out. But it had some sort of electric collar on it and an invisible fence. And you fell off. No, it just started shocking me as soon as I got oh, as soon okay. as I got outside the demo area. That's awful. They, they saw me coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says here you got some old business. Yeah. We. Uh, oh yes. Uh, here's a message to uh, Jacob who started the cover band. The message is, uh, what is the name of your cover band? Let us know. Hmm. Good, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have decided, and uh, I, I talked to my uh, my musician friend Aaron Burke, uh, and I said, Aaron Burke, 
I would like to be in a band called Shitbeard. Would you like to form a band with me called uh, and of course he said Shitbeard? Yes. And of course he said, in fact, he said, fuck yes, I would. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then you wanted to change the band name to that. <laughs> no, no. That'll be the name of the first album. Okay. Shitbeard. Fuck yes, it's Shitbeard. <laughs> it's pretty good. So what is this band going to consist of? Oh, I don't know. Uh, what I what I was gonna and him on uh, electric guitar. He's he's a he's a he's a musician's musician. He's a man of many instruments. Yeah. He does do everything. yeah. Uh, so what I thought that I would do actually is what I'm going to propose to him is that we record tracks and then send them to each other and uh, like I will record a song by myself and then he will record a song by himself and then we will send them to each other and, and then overlay another track and then maybe send them back and forth mm-hmm. doing that over and over again like and, an exquisite corpse. until they're done yeah exactly we won't listen to the we'll record the track without listening to what has been sent to us ah that's a much better idea uh-huh. if you just know how long it is yeah and like what the beats what the mm-hmm. beats are the, what the beats what are the doing. beats are I, yeah, it's, uh, Aaron what are the beats on this song He's he's gonna figure out immediately that I know nothing about music. Sure, uh, this is gonna yeah, be what embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also want to announce that the Southbound Drive Kickstarter made it, and uh, I want to thank everyone who uh, checked it out and maybe even donated something. I don't know if people did, but uh, I know that some checked it out. So thank you. All right. Uh, this was on another podcast where we were talking about the Chris from Texas A&M University tells us that there is a fringe group claiming that the Dark Ages didn't exist. And he says it's not true that they are dumber than the Flat Earth people and just want to have a new special philosophy. My I looked this up after we talked about it. My impression is that there are people claiming that it is meaningless to talk about the Dark Ages because it is a, just a sort of an ill defined thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Like and as such, it is not a very good term to mm-hmm. use perhaps I don't, I don't know i only know what i read on wikipedia and what i make up i see uh, you should watch the james burke um series called connections connections mm-hmm. is it about wikipedia no then i'm not interested okay what is it about uh it's about how um different discoveries lead to other discoveries i mean it's it's very much his opinion um but it is kind of amazing. The first series came out in 1976 or 78. And, you know what um, else came out in 1976? What? Both of us. Oh, yeah. Of a Not vagina. The, uh, yeah. Not, Not the, the same, same one. vagina. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're different babies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really fascinating. I can't really do it justice because it's a very long explanation about it. But um, it's sort of how... He makes a connection, for example, of how the plow leads to the atomic bomb. Like Oppenheimer was plowing a chick. (laughs) And at the end, he was like, I've just had a great idea. Uh huh. Yeah. Just you smash two things together until Uh there is an explosion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Every show is like five minutes long. That was quite an insight. Mm -hmm. Wow. Good on you, Jif Burke. James Burke. James Burke. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, uh, this sheet says, to everyone who has pledged to the podcast with a question and a rating on iTunes or both. If you haven't yet made a pledge, please do so. It is you who makes this show possible. It is. It's not too late. You don't think it's us that make this show possible? What would we talk about without questions? 
Oh. Not, not our interest. Well, we lives. haven't talked about any questions yet so far. We could just ask each other questions. Like what? Ask me a question. Uh, Roy. Um, wow, this is hard. Yeah, see? Okay. Yeah, you're right. I guess mm-hmm. the listeners do play a pivotal role. Yeah. Ah, uh, wow. You know what I need to do uh, before I edit and post this episode uh, is I need to come up with a theme song for our newest segment, Topics. Topics. Today's topic the faux hawk. Yeah, what do you think about the faux hawk? I don't. Uh, so when when you say faux hawk, to me, I think of something that like a a, a child, a tiny child, uh, would want his hair to do, and his parents would begrudgingly allow it to happen, mm-hmm. or something that if you have a normal haircut, you might do with shampoo uh, in the shower, and then look at sure. yourself in the mirror and hold some like a bar of soap up to your mouth as though it was a microphone and yeah. like you're singing a punk song yeah. but then you accidentally get uh, soap in your mouth and so the punk uh-huh. song devolves into sort of like spitting and choking right. you forget what toothbrushes are mm-hmm. do people do people non ironically wear a, a faux hawk i think so yeah or ironically that i don't really know the difference anymore speaking of somebody who at multiple times in his life has just committed to having a fucking mohawk like a real one not if a they, yeah real if, hawk shit or get off the pot faux mm-hmm. hawk clowns because mm-hmm. that's what you look like is a damn clown okay get a real mohawk buddy and a job although it'll be hard to get a job if you have a mohawk i know that from experience <laughs> <laughs> did you have a job at all when you had mohawks yeah where uh at that internet service provider oh because i asked my boss closed doors no i was going to people's houses and installing <laughs> their internet oh but they didn't have a choice because of the tiny town we were yeah in. well i mean they, every once in a while somebody would refuse to let me into their house it, oh really? really yeah i got t- i got tired of that i i didn't want to deal with that anymore because I, I asked my boss i'm like hey man can i can i have a mohawk and he's like yeah i don't give a fuck <laughs> i am so coked up right now i would agree to anything <laughs> is, is what he said why don't you become a partner I tried. Did you? Yeah, I just wasn't that into Coke. <laughs> so oh, okay. so there was no, it was like, oh, all right, here's here's this week's profits. And then he would just hand me like a, it's <laughs> a, fucking like a duffel bag full of Coke. I'm like, I don't, yeah, I just don't You were want... making that much money that he could buy duffel bags no. full of Coke? No, we weren't. Uh, the, the, that was the point was that the business was, oh, the business was, was, pretty, was pretty profitable, but our paychecks would always bounce and the phone bill would not get paid and stuff because... Any money that came in either went to buying the owner more Coke or trying to pay off the people that he had borrowed money from to before the business was making money to buy Coke. Yeah, that was wow. a it's pretty stupid, mm-hmm. pretty stupid situation. And so it made how are me, they doing today? Uh, I think he's in jail still. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, it really ended in, in jail because of yeah. Coke or no, because, because, because of the, of the unpaid debts, uh, uh, which I didn't think was a thing that could happen to you. But yeah, I didn't think so. Either. I guess. You can go to jail for, like, bouncing a bunch of checks on purpose. Sure. So, I mean, I guess you can go to jail for, like, borrowing money from 40 people that you Knowing don't plan that on. You don't, yeah, that yeah, you don't sure. plan on paying okay. it back. Because you're yeah. defrauding them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, that, you know, that was why I don't like jobs. Really? I worked real hard for that guy and built up a lot of trust in the company. People mm-hmm. liked us. People wrote, there, were, there was a guy who wrote, like, a newspaper editorial about how great we were. Really? As a result of the service that he got from me, and it was like, man, this is great. If I work hard, the business does really well, and right. then all this is like, oh, okay, cool. So if I work hard, some guy does a bunch of coke and goes to jail. It's too bad you kind of just taken over rather than that happening. That would have been a or terrible. started a new company. Yeah, I think that would have been a terrible idea. 
Yeah, you're not really good at running companies. I'm <laughs> really not. Uh, but, I, you know, I am saying again, real mohawk is the way to go if you're going to do it. Oh, okay. Like, you know, I mean, it's like getting a facial tattoo, right? Sure, don't don't just uh, go to the fair and have someone paint a pony. Yeah, like on a your, butterfly. Yeah, you know, like on no. Your face. If, yeah, if you're gonna do that, that's what I say to little girls all the time. Like, listen, you, if you need to, if you're gonna do it, fucking do it, little mm-hmm. girl. Yeah, I know a guy. Talk to me when that's real. I know a guy who's got. I'll, a I'll sign your waiver. Tattoos, a tattoo your, studio in his adult. van. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, do you like butterflies? Don't you? You really think that's gonna change? And you know, it doesn't. No, the you bitches, always bitches once you love, love butterflies. A, no a matter butterfly, how old you will always love a, a yeah. butterfly. You know, my aunt hates butterflies, but I bet she's always hated butterflies. Well, since childhood, and she doesn't know what happened, but she hates butterflies, or she's uh, frightened of them, and um, she can't even look at an image of a butterfly, any fluttering thing, <laughs> like a butterfly moth, butterfly. I, I can't think of other things that flutter around like butterflies. I think only butterflies do. Okay. Or moths. <laughs> yeah. I mean, certain, uh, like a dragonfly? No, that's different. No, that is different. They sort of hover. Mm-hmm. Like, like helioplanes. It seems like it would be really uncomfortable to be a butterfly because they don't look very gainly, you know? They're pretty. Oh. Mm-hmm. When they land, they look pretty graceful. Sure. But when they're flying, it seems like it'd be really turbulent. Yeah. Yeah, like they can keep a, a straight thought in their head. Like if I were going to ride on a giant insect, I think a dragonfly would be the way to go. Right. right? Because it seems like it's pretty steady. A butterfly you know, would like jerk you around. Counterbalanced, you know, mm-hmm. they've got the wings that beat. Like They're like a helicopter, mm-hmm. you know. Being in a helicopter, have you ever been in a helicopter? No, I oh, haven't. It's fucking terrifying. Is it? You're just hanging there. Huh. And you're like, what the fuck? It's the, like. This shouldn't I, work? Yeah, I'm up high, standing on fucking nothing. And I'm not even moving real fast. Wow. It was terrifying. No, I've never been on one. I was in one of those like Vietnam era helicopters too. That was just like a big glass bubble. Oh, and like the, guy, the ones in MASH? Yeah. And it was just open on the side and the pilot what? wasn't even wearing a seatbelt. He wasn't? No. Huh. It was, it was terrifying. Okay. I guess he knows when it's going to make a sharp turn, right? Well, sure. I, I mean, hope. which is never. Okay. Right. Because he's a smooth operator. Yeah. He's a good pilot. Yeah. I okay. guess. I don't know. That's why he's a pilot. I mean, we paid him like 15 bucks. You don't command that kind of salary if you're a shitty <laughs> helicopter pilot. Where was this? I was. I think it was in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's one of those places where you can go on a helicopter ride for 15 bucks, you know? And it just takes you up and yeah. you yeah. fly you just around sort of a go little up bit and, and then, then go, go down. Like that, yeah. Huh. That's, that's how it works. I guess I would do that. Ugh. Uh, let's get to some questions. Hey, Zach and Roy. I'm going to a beach house party that has a full bar, but no bartender. What are some easy to mix, but delicious cocktails I can make for my friends? Thanks. Age of majority in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Well, the screwdriver, of course, right? That's a basic uh, breakfast drink. That was a drink that was very, the idea of it was very appealing to me when I was first getting into drinking, but then it's not very good. I don't think. Hmm. You know, it's so, 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 one way that you will get a lot of uh, 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 easy trick that you'll get a lot of mileage out of is uh, salting, uh, salting a rim, mm-hmm. right? If you take a little thing, like get one of those things of margarita salt, uh, and then you can make random things and salt the rim or sugar the rim. And, and, and it, it seems, seems fancy. It seems fancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems like you did and a lot of work, easy to do. but you didn't really, what you do is you just sort of lick, you do this, mm-hmm. you're making a drink for a lady. You like real slowly lick the rim of the glass. <laughs> then, While you then, look, keep, yeah, eye keep eye contact at all times. the entire time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. and while it. you're doing it, say, you got anything else about this dimensions that I could do this to? <laughs> about this dimensions? <laughs> yeah. And then she shows you her perfectly round vagina. Oh, I thought you were going to make, you know, it's like, she's like, yes, the tailpipe of my car could use, oh. could use a good salting. Yeah, let me, let me turn this on. <laughs> um, so I liked, uh, I liked a, uh, a salty dog. You get some salt on the rim and some gin and some grapefruit juice. It's pretty right. good. If, I, if I like, like um, I like grapefruit juice and I like grapefruit juice in a cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, Gin and tonics, of course, are yeah. very easy to do. Although gin and tonics, I don't tend to make at home. I never really did. We did for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bloody Mary is good. You sure. use some Bloody Mary mix or you that make your own Bloody That has more ingredients, yeah. but, and not everyone likes tomato juice. Sure. Everybody who's worth a shit likes tomato juice. Yeah, you and true. me do. Yeah, we do. That's it. We, we're worth we're the a only shit. ones that matter. Um, let's see. Mimosas, of course. That's yeah. another uh, screwdriver type type of drink. It's for the morning. It's it's cheerful. It's festive. Uh, rum and cokes, of course. People people like yeah, those. Ladies, gross. ladies like those. Yeah, you can take um, some wine coolers. Ladies like those. Yeah. I mean, fifteen year old ladies. You can also substitute the rum with tequila and have a tequila and coke. That's 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 pretty good. Mm-hmm. As a squeeze, Mexico squeeze libre. a little, little lime in it. It's called a charro negro. Mm, okay. Remember the black cowboy. Yeah, the black yeah, cowboy. We had one. Fancy cowboy. We had one. All right. Yeah. yeah that was very early. Yeah, it was. That's a deep Way cut. Way back then. That's a deep cut. Howdy, Zach and Roy. I am trying to exercise my bachelorness. My focus now is on my living space, mostly my bedroom and living room. I have a bunch of stuff from my parents' house here, and there are still shelves and boxes of my things there. How can I part with some or most of the stuff I have that I feel so attached to? Is there a golden rule or set of rules? Dedicated van, Zega. Dedicated van. Fan is what he wrote. Yeah. Dedicated van would be pretty cool. It would It was be. just like, oh, man. Wherever I want to go, this van is just there for me to uh-huh. take it there. Yeah. I guess that's like owning a van is how you would get that situation. I'm assuming that the van has consciousness and is following you around. Oh, man. So it's like loyal, like it's mm-hmm. a, like Kit. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Man, if Kit was a van. Yeah. Imagine all the stuff you could carry around in Kit. Yeah. I mean, and the, so Kit could like go drive itself, like your van could it drive around and right. pick up ladies uh-huh. to bring back to you. Oh, right. Without you even doing never, any of the heavy it never, lifting. never sleeps. That's true. And I, I'm assuming that ladies would always be impressed by a talking van. Oh, yeah. That, that wants to take you some Yeah, some who doesn't, who doesn't want to get in a van and go somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone uh, P.S. Still deciding on which t-shirt to give you, Roy. That's Better great. make it quick. We're running, we're running out of slots very slowly. Uh, <clears throat> I have never been any good at getting rid of stuff. I thought you you had that system where if you got a pair of pants, you got rid of a pair of pants. I tried to have that system. I feel like I am worse at getting rid of things than you are. I don't think that that's true. I think that we're both really bad at it. I think we are the least qualified people on earth. You know what's weird? You can burn your house down, right? That works. I am not a particularly sentimental guy. That's not true at all. You don't think so? You think I'm sentimental? Yes. Huh. You're sentimental about things that um, another person would not know and expect. Huh. Like there are objects that you attach sentimental. Oh, no. That's that's not what I'm saying. Like I, I, I am not a person who like wants to sit around and talk about the old days all the time with a wistful tear in my eye. But I will attach sentimental value to an object just at the drop of a hat. Like literally I dropped it. Oh, that's that hat. I dropped that one time. I better (laughs) hang on to that. Okay. 
Yeah, so every fucking thing, every goddamn thing in every room of my house is like, oh, I can't, you know, can't mm-hmm. get rid of that. That remind because I remember something about that. Mm-hmm. That means it's fucking important. I wrote mm-hmm. a number on this piece of paper. I, I must keep it. Yeah. Yeah, I do have a lot of pieces of paper with just numbers on them, and I don't know what those numbers mean. Mm-hmm. Some of them are probably the phone numbers of ladies. Yeah. Or you can just dial them randomly. Oh, yeah. And eventually you'll get a lady. Who knows? Maybe this will mean something. Mm-hmm. Maybe my life will change. That's true. As a result of a happenstance encounter from just Maybe. a random number that I called. Serendipity. Uh, so the solution is to just keep buying houses and filling them up with crap. Yeah, and move away. Oh, yeah. Just burn it down. Hey, uh, we have to support the economy and all of those self-storage places. They're, they're being hit the hardest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, those guys are always fine. Pawn shop guys are always fine. Mm, just there's a like pawn shop basically boom. like businesses that are run by dirt bags are always pawn thriving. shops are changing. Pawn shops are becoming much more uh, friendly and less sleazy. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like a bail bonds. Bail bonds. I don't know about bail bonds, but uh, pawn. If have you been in a pawn shop lately? I've never been like in a pawn shop. Oh, they're kind of cool. It's it's neat because it's like um, someone's cool yard sale. <laughs> Yeah, except that, like, I don't know that I would feel comfortable buying something from a pawn shop. Because you're assuming that the person who pawned their item uh, lost it tragically? Uh, Well, I mean, I think something becoming property of a pawn shop counts as a tragic loss, right? Because this is a thing where, like, you pawn it because you're using it as collateral for a loan, to meet your expenses. Sure, and, unless your plan is to never go back and you just want the money. Right? Yeah. I mean, there can be the intent to get your item back, but there can also be, mm-hmm. you know, this is how I'm selling it. Oh, yeah, okay. You don't know. Sure, I guess. I mean, but there are rules, if right? If we're going to do that, I would the, rather buy it on eBay, I think. Sure. Okay. I mean, and it also seems like it. most of the cool stuff at a pawn shop was probably stolen. And that might not be true. No, they're they're a lot more regulated than you would expect. Hmm. How do you know all this about pawn shops? I listen to uh, reports about pawn shops. I get pawn shop weekly. Okay. There's been a lot of stuff. Y- on you the listen news to about Ira Glass's This American Pawn Shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Radio Pawn Shop. Uh, They're very thorough. I once went to a pawn shop because uh, I thought it was a place to get your chess pieces fixed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I didn't really do that. No, because you you said you had never been in a pawn shop. I've never been and, in a pawn and shop. And you don't lie. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, may, it makes you physically ill to lie, doesn't it? Don't you barf? No, I don't barf. I get really, I get really jittery, and it's awful. Mm-hmm. I'm really, yeah, I'm terrible mm-hmm. at lying. Mm-hmm. And I just don't do it. Yeah, I freak out. And that's why when you when you look at me and. You decide, should I compliment his hair haircut? You're like, no, that's going to make me yeah, feel man, jittery I'll, and yeah. weird. I'm going to tell him he looks like a butthole. Yeah. It's all comic. Comic exaggeration is different. We have this argument a lot whether <laughs> when I say that I don't lie, people point out that I just make shit up all the time. And I think that there is a fundamental difference between lying and making shit up. Sure. It's like writing a novel. Yeah. Right. It's just fiction. Yep. You're, you're creating. Yep. Um, <clears throat> man, I have no idea how to get rid of stuff, though. I, I embarked on a project a couple of years ago to get rid of 500 pounds of stuff. And I did. I did. Really? Yeah. I just went through my house and got rid of all the heaviest, heaviest <laughs> things. 
a few bowling balls and all the dumbbells you n- never used. No, I still have uh, as many bowling balls as I ever did. Okay. I have one. One bowling ball. Uh, I get rid of art materials a lot. Like, that's the main thing that I get rid of. And I get rid of it when I realize that I've been keeping this for five years and I'm still not doing anything with it. Yeah. I have a lot of random things laying around that I might do something with someday. But the thing is, our lives are so fucking weird that we might. Yeah, that's true. And the what typically happens is I get rid of something and, you know, within the week, I actually have have a real use for it. Yeah. 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 Man, I don't even know. Are we going to turn into hoarders? I think we are, man. Just live in our own filth. Yeah. And not not throw away our I moved uh, into dirty a, socks. I moved into a big enough house that it would take a really long time for my habits to turn this into a hoarder house. Mm-hmm. No. I don't tend to I don't get the newspaper, so that's not gonna pile up. Sure. Uh but you can't build those cool labyrinths. It would take a really long time for the National Geographics to accumulate to the point where it became a serious problem. Sure, you're gonna have to live a long time. I only get each of them once. Right. You know, I don't go and buy other people's collections of National Geographic. Mm, I go to the Bookman's and buy more. Yeah, just hundreds of them. Uh, they Bookman's them. is a local uh used bookstore. I think people probably would have figured that out. They sell them by the pound. Well, they also sell DVDs. I don't think that's true. Uh, musical DVD instruments. Demons. Oh yeah, they sell they, they sell like a Dreamcast. You can get a Dream. That's true. A Dreamcast. That's a there. cool video game stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Alex writes: I have an acquaintance or two who are not very good at living up to their weekly commitments. How should I let them know in a veiled and passive-aggressive manner how negatively this affects me? I have a feeling that Alex is speaking to us. You think so? Uh, about the fact that we don't record our podcast every so, week. So here's what I like to point out. Uh, the quality of an episode such as this one is a good indicator of what happens when we actually do do a podcast every week. So I hope you like it, <laughs> you jerk. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how you, how you tell someone that uh, you're being negatively Look, affected. I don't like it when you blah, blah, blah. Okay. And that makes me feel blah, blah, blah. Oh, right. Yeah. This is from women or from Venus men or from Mars. Is it? Yeah. Oh. There's a, there's a letter. There's a letter that you're supposed to write uh, with a real specific uh, format. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so, I just know this from my great communication skills. Oh, yeah. You, you natively understand the principles of men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was traveling and the remote recording was a hassle and didn't sound very good. I don't know what the deal was with that. You were just really quiet. And so to get our levels equalized, it made you were really quiet compared to the room noise, which doesn't normally happen there. And so that's why there was that that episode was so noisy. Sure. Um, it's it's not as good. I mean, this specifically to the podcast with us, it's not as good for me if I don't get to uh, see you. Mm-hmm. I mean, and over Skype, there's you're always talking over each other, and it's just it's just weird. Yeah, it's it's weird. just not as good. Although and I, I do want to do that because we have some guests planned, yeah. and the only way we can have them on is is through the Skype. But that can be more heavily edited, you okay. know. Because um, it'll be a shorter segment. But yeah, I don't know. I, I had to travel. I had important business to take care of. Mm-hmm. I had important people to see. Roy, yes? I'm torn. I want to stay here and do this podcast with you all the time. But I also just want to burn 
the entire state of Arizona to the ground and moved to San Francisco. Wow. Why, why would your moving to San Francisco uh, warrant you burning down an entire state? The same reason that you don't do a fucking faux hawk. The same, you know, you just commit. You commit to uh-huh. it if you're going to... And gonna... whenever you've moved to any new place, does the state of Illinois even exist anymore? No. I didn't know All that. that's left is that statue of Lincoln with the shiny nose. Uh-huh. That's in Illinois? Mm-hmm. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's at his old house or some shit. I don't know. Uh-huh. I saw it on a field trip when I was Lincoln like nine. Logs. Yeah, it is made out of oversized Lincoln logs. But there's just a statue. I think it might be at the state capitol, actually. There's a statue of Abraham Lincoln that is sort of at ground level, and everybody rubs his nose for luck. It's just always huh. been a thing. And so... I would rub his beard, not And his it's nose. a copper. It's a copper statue. And right, so, so it's very shiny. It just looks like a fucking clown. It just... It's like a... It is... It entirely has a patina except for the nose, which is just brilliant, oh. shining copper. So your advice is to rub him all over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finger Lincoln. All the way. Finger Lincoln. All good. the way. Don't don't just rub his nose. Rub the... All, all the... The it's whole just Lincoln. A, it's just a bust. Okay. Oh, so I see. you can't get... You can't really get into the the into the the real log cabin, <laughs> right? Um, that's that's what he called his pants, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the the log, log cabin. cabin, yeah, mm-hmm. in which his little statesman lived, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dear Advice Hot Dog, once again, I find myself nearly paralyzed without your guidance. This time, it's about what I think of as the double door problem. When I, a young woman, reach a door at the same time as an older man, he will sometimes open the door for me. I feel a little silly about this, but it's meant as a courtesy, and I treat it as such. This problem comes when the entrance has two sets of doors. Since I'm entering first, should I hold the second door for him, just as he did for me? I do that for friends, but the door-opening kind of man usually doesn't want to go through before I do, resulting in an awkward little dance. Opening the second door for myself and just holding it behind me for him to catch feels a little rude, and of course there's no way I'm going to stand there like a helpless lump in the vestibule waiting for him to come in and open the second door for me. What should I do? Door problems in Door County. Hmm. If you really live in Door County, that's great. <laughs> you should move out of Door County. That that way you're not going to encounter this problem as much. Yeah, maybe you should go uh, You should go live somewhere where everybody's in a fucking yurt. <laughs> yurt County. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I deal with this also. It's, it's always awkward, right? If you're the person opening the door, which I, I tend to be because I'm that uh, you're the door, door opening kind of guy. Um, when the second door comes through, you know, when there's a second door, I can't then rush and open the, the second door. Usually a person will open up the second door and then I will walk through. See, I find I, I will often open the door I will go in first, hold the door open, and then hold it open with my left hand while I reach out with my right hand and open the second door, mm-hmm. hold it open for everybody, yelling, get through, get through, get through, Jesus Christ, hurry the fuck up. Sure. They're coming. That does always happen. Uh, if you open up the door and there's a bunch of people coming through, then you just end up uh, standing at the door, and then your wife or girlfriend has to wait for you. To hold uh, the door for like nine other, like a uh, line of people yeah. coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't, they don't mind. They think, it's, they think it's cute that we're so polite. <laughs> right. With me, they're like, man, how can he be such an asshole talking to us <laughs> and, and do and this yet waste so much time holding the door open for strangers yeah like yeah it's um it's like yeah. well uh, duh i care what they think <laughs> <laughs> i think maybe uh the strategy that one should adopt is uh get a bunch of uh door stoppers oh uh-huh and then what you're you do- like johnny appleseed but with leaving doors open <laughs> uh-huh and then what you, what you do is if someone opens the door for you, you go through and then you quickly open up the second door, put a door stopper in it, and then they have to go through the door. 
what I what I like to do is I hold it if I see a lady I hold the door open I, I open the door and then I take off my shirt and <laughs> drape it over over the the threshold so that she has to walk across it uh-huh and, and see my sweet, see my sweet oiled pecs uh-huh oh which I have oiled I keep them oiled all the time just in case in, you have to open up a door just in case yeah so I mean you could try that Oh, wait, no, you're a girl. Don't do that. Oh. That's probably bad news, especially yeah. with an older gentleman. You, you don't know. You never know what sort of what sort of depravity is lurking behind or the Or what eyes condition his heart is in. Oh, man, right? yeah. Might be like that weird anime where uh, it's just a bunch of 15, like a bunch of 15-second vignettes of like a guy seeing some boobs and then dying of a brain tumor. What? I don't know. This comes up every once in a while. It's it's called something about colorful or something, and it's just all it is. It's a show that is just a bunch of vignettes where somebody will like see some boobs or see like a flash of schoolgirl panty or something, and uh-huh. then just like die in some horrible accident or of a heart attack or a nosebleed. It's oh, it's like the faces of death, except that it's fake. It's a cartoon, and it's about, and it's about boobs, or it's about boobs something. or or white cotton underpants. Hmm. On a on a schoolgirl, or you know, a girl who's of age but dressed like a schoolgirl. Sure, that seems to be the thing there. Which may uh, many are right? Aren't uh, the uniforms just? I don't know if they're in college. Man, but. I don't know. You know, this door thing, though, I was observing this uh, at the first place that we stayed while we were in San Francisco because <clears throat> you go to these places if you rent an apartment in a city. Well, there will be a door that you have to have a key or a or a RFID card or something to open, and they there's always signs saying don't hold the door open for people, don't hold the door open for people. But like, there's no way that anyone is ever not going to hold the fucking door open. You go, you will go home, you will go to the place where you're staying, and there will be somebody on a cell phone outside, obviously trying to get a hold of the person that they're going to see. And what are you going to do? Are you going to open the door and then if they Quickly try to get clo- in, slam it? it on their fingers like, no, fuck you, buddy. You got to go through the channels. Same mm-hmm. as everybody else. Yeah. Follow I, the rules. I paid my dues. I, I earned this fucking key. I don't see you with one or you wouldn't be standing out here like a dope. So no, no, you can't come in, buddy. Uh-huh. You know, and, and then it, it turns out they're there to see your roommate. And then it's super awkward later right, when you're right. having a foursome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's probably come up a lot, hasn't it? I mean, it's San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's it's like this security system that relies on you just foregoing basic human courtesy mm-hmm. in a way that no one's ever going to do. Like, it's sure. just, it's so... It, well, if anything, it's the door designers at fault here. Like, the what really bothers me about this situation is that, uh, you know, these, these doors are there to, uh, you know, trap in the heat or keep out the cold or whatever but they're always really close together so it always makes it awkward whoever is going through them yeah revolving doors man yeah that's a better solution i also hate revolving doors you do because then someone uh puts a door stopper in it and traps you (laughs) (laughs) old johnny doorstop has been responsible for so many deaths and yeah panic attacks yeah oh man Mm. that's rough because they won't go backwards yeah that's true yeah you're just you're Mm. fucked they have to take apart the whole building to get you out because those are all one piece the ones the ones that are really (laughs) scary are the ones at airports where they're they're just swinging already and then people have their luggage and get very uh flustered by wait wait which direction am i supposed to go in and 
It's, and you it's never a, know. Like if you're in a, a group of four people, do multiples of you go into each of the compartments? I don't know. Because then that's awkward because you have to walk at a weird pace. Yeah. And a parent with children, right? You're not going to just send your children through oh, there without boy, you. I would. That would be great. Really? It'd be like a little hilarious terrarium show. You know. <laughs> no, no. But Like that, when you go to a place and watch a hilarious terrarium show. Yeah. Like the terrarium. Uh, aurarium. The terrarium arium. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. what else is a place that has terrariums in it going to be called? I guess you're right. Okay. Terry's Terrarium Emporium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hi, Zach and Roy. I'm getting married in July, and we're trying to have a small wedding. We sent an invitation to my 92-year-old grandmother, not expecting that she would come. She's not in the best condition anymore, and she didn't go to my sister's wedding. Now my dad is working really hard to convince her to come, but I don't especially want her there, and it would mean that my sister would dislike her even more than she does now. How do I tell my dad to stop trying to convince grandma to come? affianced in alberta um i think the most honest answer is that you're going to have to tell your dad (laughs) that you don't want her to come because it is going to upset your sister Mm -hmm. alternatively uh you could just do what you typically do with a 92 year old woman talk to her for a few minutes and then ignore her (laughs) right and it's probably not that big a fucking deal if your 92-year-old grandma shows up. Oh, at, sure, sure, sure. I mean, it is I mean, weird what that, she's like, trying to do if is she's not, not gonna, have her she sister doesn't, She doesn't want to go, and the dad is trying to convince, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. right, it's like, it's like you invite somebody that you don't really want at your party, and they say, no, I can't make it that day, and then one of your friends is like, no, 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 really, you should try to, free, like, can I help you free up your calendar so that you can make it to this mm-hmm, party, because mm-hmm. it'd be really awesome if you were Let there. Let me clean your pool. Um... It's also... I will totally wash your hair for you. This is actually more about your dad wanting her there than it is about you or your sister and how it's going to affect either of you. The thing about your wedding is that it's totally not for you. Yeah. I mean, the the marriage part is... It sort of is. I mean... You know, it's it's a small wedding. Having your 92-year-old grandmother there is not going to ma- make a, a difference, but it's going to matter to your father who is involved and maybe paying for the wedding. Mm-hmm. You know, so let, let him invite his mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get mm-hmm. on our good side. Then when, when you have kids and uh, your kids don't want your father going to their wedding, then uh, it'll be up to you to decide whether that happens or yeah, not. Yeah, you can, you can ask them first, mm-hmm. not put them in the position that your dad has put you in. Sure. Buddy. Uh, I don't know if this is male or female. I don't know that it really matters. Oh, yeah, I don't know I guess. Either. I mean, I suppose a relationship with your sister has a different sort of that is important but it is also not in your hands right it's the father who's making this uh, well yeah but is it worth raising a stink about is the question probably right? and not. it's like I, I if it were me i would think i mean you know uh, my my experience with weddings is like just ah uh, this is like a hastily planned thing that's just going to ruin your life for a few years uh okay. that you don't invite anyone to i see uh, but sure. i don't know was there anybody at your wedding that you didn't want there no, other no. than me <laughs> No, no. That's why I put you in the very front. Yeah, keep your standing next. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer, right? Um, No, not really. I mean, my my greatest regret is that I didn't really get to talk to as many people as I would have liked. But really, uh, even if it's a small wedding, like what? It won't matter the next day who came and who didn't. Right. I mean, it's sort of like a sex act. (laughs) Sure. 
Uh, your wedding was fucking crazy, Roy. It was crazy. You're, just, you're the one who made it so crazy. Oh, by, yeah? By buying all the alcohol. Yeah, I mean, th- all weddings have alcohol at them. Sure, but most, most weddings don't have just an open bar. I, they don't? Mm, most weddings have an open bar for a while, and then it's a cash bar because they're, it's being held somewhere. Oh. Huh. Okay. But yeah, I you, guess that... my friend, made it, made it uh, possible for everyone to drink how much they wanted, uh, when, when much they wanted. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, yeah. That, that was a pretty good wedding present, huh? Yeah, it was. It was uh, great. Yeah, but no, it, 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 like... I'm thinking uh, of getting married again. Oh, good plan. Good plan. I'll, you know, I'll do it. I'm stupid. I don't remember. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, time to get Roy a wedding present. Uh-huh. I, wait, can I, can I uh, provide the booze for your baby's first birthday? <laughs> sure. Yeah. How do you? Uh, okay. Well, here's the thing. How do you feel about uh, people having a birthday party for a one-year-old? Um. Well, I mean, honestly, I have to say now. So I'm going to say now. I feel silly about that. Okay. Right. I feel like immediate family cares about that, but you know, unless you have the type of friends that don't really care what the occasion is, so that they can come over and drink. Yeah. I mean, so I imagine that if I had a one-year-old baby Mm -hmm. and I wanted to have a birthday party for the one. I mean, you don't want there to not be pictures of a baby sitting there not giving a fuck about a cake. (laughs) I guess that's an important thing. I guess that's true. Right, because otherwise there's nothing to, like, there's there's like a big gap in their funeral montage, (laughs) right? (laughs) Right. So you want... Which you have to plan ahead for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you want a picture for every cake. Right. Uh, And you cannot have a cake. I mean, any excuse to eat cake, right? Right. Uh, If... You know, so like if you're you've got a buddy with a kid that's of a similar age, like you might be like, yeah, we're having a birthday party. Oh, boy, everybody has you know these kids don't give a shit about a cake, but whatever, we'll mm-hmm. hang out. Sure, uh, you know that's like, I, I guess maybe maybe that's fine, but you don't uh, you know like get a pony or something, right? You don't no, actually no, I mean, treat it as if the baby was aware of what's going on. I mean, I you don't. Know, you have some balloons or something. We've but. talked about this, and you know this is going to be a thing where my tune will undoubtedly change. But you know how I feel about this. Like, yeah, you I, hate babies. I, no, I don't think that a baby needs clothes. Mm-hmm. For instance, right? So fuck no, a baby doesn't need a pony at a birthday party, right? Like, you know, like a five-year-old who is a sapient yeah, a five-year-old is capable of communicating and enjoying things and remembering them. Sure, get him a fucking pony if you want to get him yeah, a pony. They're going to call like, you a poop unless you do. Yeah, you might, I mean, that might reserve special You're poop. You're a special poop. That's bad. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is scathing. I hope I never get on the kid's bad side. Hmm. I don't know. The first time that my my kid calls me a special poop is going to be very hard for me. Mm, yeah, it's going to be rough. Mm-hmm. Are you worried? Are you worried about not getting along with your kid? I am actually. Are you worried about your kid uh, thinking that you're a bad driver? I think you are. Worried sure, about that. I'm very yeah. worried about that. I, I'm worried about being criticized as I'm driving. Mm-hmm. I mean, by someone who can't drive yet. Okay, <laughs> by someone who can't talk. Yeah. By someone who yeah, cannot you know, yet control his own bowels. Our baby is already criticizing my driving. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't like it. Every time you every time you accidentally come to too uh, sudden of a stop at a stop sign, you, you, the baby kicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a, in a bad way. And then your wife yells at you. Mm-hmm. Oh, Roy. Yeah. I think we've dispensed about as much advice as our <laughs> listeners can handle sure. for this week. <laughs> That's probably um, right. 
What do we do at this point? Um, at this point, we tell people how to get in touch with us awesome. and send, pledge us their questions. Uh, so you first go to Advice Hot Dog. Oh, is it still Pledge Week? It is still Pledge Week. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have some uh, some new pledges coming in. Okay. Uh, AdviceHotDog.com, and there you will see links to Gmail, which is AdviceHotDog at gmail.com, which uh, people tend to like uh, using the most, I, I found. As the, the Gmail? <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes people uh, tweet us questions at advice hot dog, and you can follow us even if if you want to know all the all the uh, great news that we dispense. On, yeah, I mean on Roy posts Twitter. pictures of a cocktail. Yeah, sometimes. Roy, uh, yeah, sometimes sometimes bathrooms that I find interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also sometimes I make a bathroom that I find interesting, sure. and I'll take a picture of that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you can also go to facebook.com slash advice hot dog and you can follow us or no, you can like us there. You follow us on Twitter. You like us on Facebook and uh, you can post your questions there. And we also post different interesting things on the Facebook. I, we, you do. I, I do. Don't. I wouldn't log on to that. Well, the royal we, okay. the, the royal we. You, the, you and the mouse in your pocket. Right, exactly. And you can also give us a call at 769-218-9225, or you can send us a postcard. Postcard? Mm-hmm. Postcard. Send us a post-secret. Advice hot dog. A post-toasty. P.O. Box 41774, Mesa, Arizona, 85274. Yeah. You ready for a stinger? I am ready. Lay Andrew, on me. Andrew, still in Korea, writes... Shanghai or Hong Kong? Huh. My vote is for Bangkok uh, because I don't know anything about Shanghai or Hong Kong, but Bangkok is a funny word. I know that the triads are very powerful in uh, Shanghai. The dragon. The dragon uh, triads. Katana. Uh huh. The the Roman Catholic triad. Okay. So there's things. Right. The father. The so there's the dragon, the katana, and the rat, and the holy rice. I I don't know anything about Asian culture or places. Okay. Really, Roy, I know almost nothing about. I, so I know I I know a bunch of stuff about video games, sort sure. of right. at this point in my life. But okay. that's apparently the only expertise. You really feel that that's that's the extent of your the knowledge? only thing that I know anything about? Yeah. Hmm. With well, certainty and stuff on Wikipedia. Right, that, but I've that, never looked up made up. I've never looked up Asian on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not. He's not not asking uh, Asian or Asian. He's saying uh, Shanghai or uh, Hong Kong. Okay, right. I mean, Hong Kong is where uh, all the great factories are. You know, such as the Foxconn that makes all of your powerful um, eye instruments. Uh, the Japanese would call that Kitsune Con. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, I do you know that, that thing about Asians. Yeah. Um, I know uh, tabemasu kohi or kohi tabemasu is the infinitive form of to drink coffee in Japanese. Huh. Biru tabemasu, I think, is uh, the infinitive form of to drink beer. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But biru, that sounds like a loan word, you know, biru, beer. Sure. Biru. Yeah. Uh, oh, ju- just like uh, shinamon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, d- uh, I know that the beer that they export from Asia is pretty terrible. Really? So don't drink any you of that. You don't like a Tsingtao? No, I don't. 
Huh. Or an Asahi? No. I, every, I drink the Asahi. They taste like every beer that's... I mean, it's not awful, but it I just like tastes... like Like, the beer that they export from every country sure. to here is like, oh, this is our version of Budweiser. It's indistinguishable from Budweiser. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say that... The, the, the little that I know from uh, either of those places is mostly from Hong Kong, and that's because of the films of Wong Kar Wai. So I would say uh, Hong Kong. Who's See, Wong Kar Wai? He's a, a film director. He did uh, Chung King Express. Have you ever seen that? I have not. Or uh, I think it's called 2041. If it's or, about Asians, I've never seen it. it Lust's it, Caution. I saw 21 Jump Street. No, that wasn't the same same guy. Okay. You'd like his films. They're, they're really interesting. Uh, you know, I have seen some Kurosawa films. You're I sure? I haven't seen any Kurosawa films. I watched The Magnificent None? Seven. No, I forgot. I thought I watched The Seven Samurai, but I didn't. I just watched The Magnificent Seven. <laughs> I, I was confusing. And in your memory, they had yeah, swords. Yeah, they're the same thing. I was confusing uh, Yul Brynner with a Japanese man. Sure. I, you should see uh, Ran. Like, uh, that would be the Is top. that the sequel to Run, Lola, Run? Uh-huh. No, it's a prequel. Okay. Really, it's not like start. It's like oh, right. the, this movie Begin is just the this movie is a whistle blowing. Uh, Hong Kong. There you have it. Mm-hmm. Problem solved. Yeah. Well, Andrew, I hope you have fun in Hong Kong, and I hope you've had fun listening to this episode of Advice Hot Dog. Thank you, everyone, and I hope you have fun listening to the next episode of Advice Hot Dog, which will happen when it comes out. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>